get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 304 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. <laughs> Episode 304. How? Uh, if if you I was gonna say if you if you had a pager <laughs> back in the day, uh, that was it. <laughs> Episode ho, and it's crazy. What's cra- it was funny about that is that I don't think in most circumstances that was you to like seriously like demean somebody. It was just always the joke. Like I don't remember ever putting that in. Like I really want to call somebody ho and shit. It was just you know the joke and shit. What's funny is when I was typing out like show topics and I typed out episode 304 I didn't think that but it was when you said it it's just like somebody saying 304 this baby go yeah ho uh, ho <laughs> fucking ho uh, um, hoes in different area codes right uh so just just to let everybody know um so after this week we'll be off for two weeks Delvin um so <laughs> uh, uh, adjust accordingly um so yeah next week uh, i'll be out of town um going on vacation and a wife to aruba and then the following week i'll be back here but then what up though podcast will be at the pistons game so we will uh be back i think the i think it's that first wednesday in april yeah 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 i think it's uh i want to say the third or the fourth Something like yeah, that. Something like that. Something like that. So, so yeah. Um, so yeah, that'd be cool. I'm like, damn, I can't wait to fucking go with fucking vacation. I man. And then, like I said, I come. So we're, I'm going from Wednesday to Tuesday. I get back to late Tuesday night, and then Wednesday. At first, I was like, because I'm, you know, I'm taking off like eight working days and shit from um from vacation. And I, at first, I was thinking like, do I want to go back? I'm like, fuck no, because I'll get back at midnight. Uh, so that'd be pretty much Wednesday. And then fucking go back to work on Thursday on my birthday. I was like, fuck that. It's not happening. Fuck that. <laughs> nah, so get back on Wednesday night. Oh, yeah, Wednesday morning, I guess you call it. Pistons game, be home for my birthday. And then Friday or Saturday. I, can't, I don't know if I'm going Friday or Saturday, but go to Grand Rapids to pick up some beer that I ordered. Uh, from New Holland, then just go to some breweries and shit. So sounds like a winner to me. Yeah, yeah, couldn't couldn't have planned it better, man. Um, oh, man, let me tell you. So, um, so I I've never been to Aruba, so looking forward to it. Um, and I'm going with some folks, and they've been updating us on you know um on stuff going there. So when we first planned for this trip was like October or November or something. Um the rules for as far as like COVID and stuff is that we would have to take a COVID test to, um, like a couple of days in advance to get on, to get there and then take one back like a lot of places. Um, excuse me. And so we have to take the test between either whichever, I think one of them is a one day test and then one is like the, the PCR test or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can take either or whatever the case. 
But they did. They have some new developments, which I got to confirm is that if you are fully vaccinated and you can show your QR from your my chart or whatever, um, you don't have to take a, a COVID test, which I'm, I'm confirming, but I believe that's what I read up. But I'll find out uh, eventually on Sunday. So I'm like, bet. So the problem is my my, my, my chart wasn't showing my uh, booster shot. And I got my booster in uh, November. So I've been updated, which you just recently just saw how you have the update and it just it'll update the information if it's not on there. I did the update so much where you wouldn't even update no more. It just said, please contact your, <laughs> <laughs> your, your provider and shit. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, you know, I did all my my COVID shots through the city. And so I'm like, I'm calling the city. I didn't get through for like forever. Um, I finally got through to the city and they're like, they, essentially they're like, we don't know. Um, you're probably better off calling your doctor and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. Cause I'm just, I'll come out trying to figure out did, did this shit get updated? You know what I'm saying? Did they send the information in, but that didn't work. So I call, um, so I start calling my actual primary doc i could not get through never got through to a person i called i called within a span of six hours was on hold forever never got through um so i'm like fuck so then i look on my chart to see if there's some kind of customer service you can call and i swear these sites and i've noticed this on a lot of places a lot of places not even just healthcare shit like Xfinity, any place or T-Mobile, whatever. The well, T-Mobile is actually pretty good when you can call somebody. But they go out their way to not provide a phone number to talk to anybody. Like, I went up and down that fucking site. And finally, I had, so I would, um, my provider is Beaumont. So I had to Google, I Google my chart customer service, and I had to find a number that way. And that number was not on the fucking uh uh, a website or whatever. So I finally get a person. So I'm talking to her, telling my situation and shit. And I'm like, you know, I want to get my my booster shot updated on my my records. It's not showing. How do I do this? She like, she essentially is telling me I have to probably talk to my actual doctor, and they would do it. But she's going through this. And she's like, so why do you need it? And I started explaining. And I'm thinking like, why the fuck am I explaining? Why do I need it? Why can't you fucking do? Why can't the system do what it's supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, like I gotta I'm, justify the need to you. Like, yeah, don't ask me no I gotta justify questions. some 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 shit that's supposed to be done. Like, man, that shit pissed me off, man. And I'm just like, and I started explaining it. And and the reason I explained it because I I was hoping if she knew the the urgency of it that she would be able to get me in touch with somebody faster or something. But afterwards, right. I'm thinking like, why the fuck should I have to explain this shit? Why can't the fucking system work like it's supposed to work work out and shit? You know what I'm saying? Long story short. I, I she's like call you know call or message your you know your primary hair doc. So I call my doc all day. Can't get through. Can't, can't get through. Then I finally see there's a message uh, a messaging option. I can message my doctor. So I finally message them, and I message. They replied actually pretty quick. I'm like you know I'm trying to you know update my booster shot, and they're like, and they message me like 20 minutes later like 
yeah, we seen the system. Your booster shot. You took your booster in November. I'm like, no shit, motherfucker. And they're like, okay, we'll update it. And sure as shit, they updated that shit in like 10 minutes. I figure I would have to wait days and shit just because I feel like doctor's office just don't give a fuck about patient's time and shit. You can tell that from going to appointments where you come in here at 1 and you don't get seen at one thirty or some shit. So I assumed that whole thing was going to go down. But they actually updated, so we good. But I'm just like, dude, why the fuck do I got to explain why I want your system to work the way it's supposed to work. Like, ah, oh, man, dude, that shit just, it just pissed me off, though. I just couldn't understand that shit. And why was that so difficult? Like, why'd you have to jump through so many hoops and then Ooh. you finally get to somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, we see it's fine. All right, update it in 10 minutes. Like, oh, if it was that easy <laughs> for, for you to do it, why did I have to jump through all these hoops beforehand? Yeah, like, I started calling at like 1130. Went to lunch, came back, and I started, I didn't finish, I didn't actually get the the actual update to like 440 or some shit. Like I spent my whole afternoon on hold calling multiple fucking places. Like, man, I just don't understand. Like, it's it's she should be the person should be or anybody that works in like, hey, I'm sorry, it didn't work out for you. Let me see how I can help you get this fixed, not why you need it done. Bitch. Oh my <laughs> God, dog. That shit, I just I just don't understand, man. Like, I just want the system to work the way it's supposed to work. And then to throw salt on the wound, you told me about it. I went, let me see if this shit work in mine. I opened up <laughs> opened up Henry Ford my chart, and it was like, no vaccinations. I'm like, oh, shit. And then there was a button to say an update. I hit update, and 10 seconds later, all three of my shots was in there. <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it's, a cool, it's a cool system when it, you know, when it works. Um, and then you can either – so I think I can – you can load them on your – your your wallet like your wallet with all of your uh your cards and shit i don't know how apple does but i know it does a similar thing that google wallet does actually you probably like i tried to do that before uh to, uh, to update it and to put it in my wallet but that just was not a functionality that seemed to exist at the time but now that i'm pretty like, sure it works now that you can PBS, do this qr code PBS did it yeah, because he, like, he he the one actually showed me that it worked, and I was trying to figure out that it because he has an iPhone. I was figuring, trying to make sure it worked for Google Wallet and shit. But yeah, because at first it wasn't working, and I I want to just I end up doing a, a PDF uh, document, and I just had it on my phone, so I could just click it and it show as if I'm really I, I mean it wasn't like I was going many places. I need to show my my vaccination status. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's just cool when tech technology actually fucking works the way it's post a fucking work and shit no yeah yeah it added it to my wallet yeah i hit the qr uh, button for qr code it said add the apple wallet i hit yep and there we go it's in there so yeah that's a functionality that did not exist uh fairly recently because i was trying to figure out a way how to do it and i googled it and everything and they're like nope uh like there's all these different things you can do as alternatives but you can't do that specific thing and now i just did that specific thing in five seconds yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dope, man, especially, and I wonder, I mean, I don't know if that's something you would have to use going across the border and shit. I mean, it's, I've been giving, like, so what, what all I have to do is they have an app called Arrive Can, and you put the information in there. And I think, I think you have to upload a picture of your uh, card too, but now it's like in, in my profile within that app. So I don't have to do that every time. But that's what I had to do before. Now I bet they probably would have some sort of functionality where you could, uh, where they could just like scan a QR code and be like, okay, this person's good. Now you, do you, do you guys still have to test to go go over there? Yeah, 
Okay. Well, I mean, I, I believe so. I haven't been at this point. I haven't been in a little bit. I, I don't think I've been since Christmas, maybe. No, 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 no. I went over when we got back from uh, the California trip to go pick up my daughter. So, um, yeah, that was uh, January 23rd, 4th, something like that. So, yeah, that was the last time I was over there. Yeah, um, I know my I got a coworker who crosses every day uh, and he was saying how I think they're lifting like they may be lifting mass mandates over there. Um, Yeah, they're just starting to lift some. Yeah, they're starting to lift some stuff over there. Finally. Um, I just think I'm just laughing, thinking about that fucking picture that Johnny showed us of my man. Like, why are you wearing that silly mask? (laughs) Like, why the fuck (laughs) you care about another motherfucker wearing a mask? (laughs) That man. Like, even if I did care, I wouldn't care enough to say something. No, it wouldn't make it does no my me not me wearing a mask does nothing to the person that doesn't wear want to wear a mask. It does not fucking affect you in no shape or fashion at all. Now I will say I was a bit upset that my man had the mask under his nose because at that point you, you feel like you can't catch it through your fucking nose breathing and shit. But other than that, like I don't give a fuck, man. People are <laughs> weird, dog. Fucking weird. Yeah. Um and say oh so i so i've been bullshitting on just you know just eating right and just working out and all that shit and i know you've been um um you had mentioned a while back you know doing your treadmill and stuff like that and eating better and shit so i said this week i'm gonna give up we give up bread for the week and just see how it goes i know when i go out of town it's kind of off limits i kind of just want to enjoy myself so might not be for that but so I didn't plan. So that Monday I said this shit and I didn't plan to what I wanted to eat. So every time for me, whenever I don't plan, I end up fucking up, but I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get me a, uh, I ordered, I think I, so they had this new, uh, Whopper at Burger King where it's almost like it's a, it's, it's double patties and it has some special sauce and it has grilled onions and shit on like rye bread or something. Okay. And it had a it had a sale on it. So I'm like, you know, through the app. So I'm like, bet I'll get that because I could just take the bread off, eat the double patties and the toppings to be good. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get me a chicken sandwich as well. I'll take the bread off just cause because I know the bread is really filling and shit. That, I say that yeah, that's the part that make you kind of full. So like if you take yeah. the bread off, yeah, that shit yeah. ain't gonna like you're gonna eat that shit in 10 seconds and be like, what the right. fuck? But I'm like a double patty, cool chicken patty, bet lettuce, tomatoes, all that shit. I'll eat all that cool. So I get up there, order my food, get to the window. These motherfuckers like uh, the new sandwich isn't even out yet. I'm thinking like, why the The fuck fuck is it on the app then? So I'm like, all right, just give me a regular Whopper, cool. But as I got it and I'm riding off, I'm like, fuck, this is only one patty. I planned to have two patties for my meal. Right. I'm like, fuck. So I get back to work. In my routine, I usually eat and then I'll have a cigar and shit. So I get back. Man, I pull that patty off. I'm like, fuck, dude. I ate that shit, dog. I was starving, dog. (laughs) That patty and that chicken patty and the lettuce, tomatoes and the little uh, onions and shit I had on it. Man, I was fucking starving. So I ended up getting some like steak bites at Godfather when I went there because I was fucking starving and shit. Although... Their state bites does not compare at all to Godfather. They really need some. You mean the starters? No. um, You said they don't compare to Godfather, but you said you got them at Godfather. I'm sorry. My bad. Godfather's steak bites does not 
compare to Churchill's. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Star Wars. My bad. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I said Godfather twice yet. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. They don't compare to Churchill's. Has oh, them the Churchill's ones was fire. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they need some help. They, uh, Godfather really needs some help on their shit. Um, but yeah, so I was fucking starving. So, but yeah, so that was, what was it, yesterday? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. So today I just had, I had a fucking chicken salad and lentil soup. And then, uh, for dinner, I ended up having a, uh, Cobb salad and a smoothie and shit. So I will say I miss bread like a motherfucker, but I realize there are options. And I just got to plan that shit out. I just can't yeah. be on a whim, you know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out what the fuck I want to eat. Cause that's how I end up fucking up and eating it, whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. And then like the shitty part about not eating bread is like, if you want to get something like a, a, like a burger or a chicken sandwich and remove the bread, it feels like you were just like throwing away money. Cause that shit makes up like fifty percent of the sandwich and shit. Oh, like, it does. This. I mean, for the regular Whopper, I mean, it's probably more than fifty. It's probably right. 70 percent of the fucking sandwich. Right, right. That's why it's like, man, I hate doing that. Cause I used to do that shit too, and I'm, I'm probably gonna start doing it again. But like, yeah, I used to hate doing that shit just only because I just feel like, man, I'm gonna buy a whole ass sandwich just to throw out sixty percent of it. <laughs> like, right. man. Of like, yeah. why hasn't anybody made like a like? I know there are some places that uh, give you like lettuce instead of bread, but that's usually for like wraps, not for like you know like a burger or a chicken sandwich or something like that. Like, why hasn't somebody like a fast food place put out like not even like a lettuce thing, but maybe like a low carb uh, bun or something like, like that. a flatbread or loaf? Yeah, low, like some yeah. Like I know, like, I don't know if you eat Jimmy John's much at all. But you can do uh, a lettuce wrap option there, at Jimmy John's. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have a taste of fucking Jimmy John's, um, and so I didn't go there. But that's an option I can do. But the cool thing is that we got a lot of like Lebanese spots around, so I could just get chicken, beef, or whatever, and not have to get fucking bread and shit. So, but like the most convenient shit comes on bread. Yeah. And all the fucking places, everything comes on fucking bread. So you know that, just, that's what makes it. That's what makes it convenient is like that you could even if you don't particularly want the bread, you could use the bread to still hold it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, no, I had to like so I use my little tray uh, on my steering wheel. So mm-hmm. I had brought a plate, you know, a paper, paper plate from work and some a knife and a fork. And I'm sitting there cutting up this fucking patty <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? Yeah, the convenience of just sandwiches. Like I wouldn't now. I, I'm I'm prefacing this that I re- wouldn't probably wouldn't do this, but you imagine how many fucking white castles I would have to fucking eat to actually get <laughs> decently full. Nigga. <laughs> I have a bag full of bread, nigga, just sitting next to me and shit. <laughs> like, uh, let me get uh, the briefcase full of white castles and then an yeah. additional briefcase to put the bread in. <laughs> Dog, that's crazy, man. I did think I see that McDonald's has their breakfast sandwiches two for five. I wouldn't mind getting a breakfast sandwich and just taking it off, but I really like the fucking bread. But I mean, I like the bread. That's another it, problem so. too. Yeah, but like yeah. I, I, it's easier for me to do that if I uh for like a a burger or something like that. But like I can't. I I would just have to not get McDonald's breakfast. Dog, I'm not throwing away a McGriddle. I'm not throwing away a biscuit. I'm yeah. not throwing away a McMuffin. <laughs> like, a, a, a McGriddle yeah. is really hard to just toss and shit. Dog. There's like, no. Uh, like, I would never forgive myself. I would just be like, "Why did you even buy it, you dumb fuck? Like, why? Would you, <laughs> like, you just gonna throw away a McGriddle 
fucking bread, nigga. Like, why did you even buy it? Uh, like, that would be the dumbest shit I ever did in my life, dog. I would, I would have to even, get an egg McMuffin. I wouldn't even do it. Because that would be the I one like I'd be. Egg, yeah. That'd be the one, one the easiest for me to do. But, yeah. like, throwing away the biscuit or throwing away the McGriddle? Nah, dog. Mm-mm. But, man, the lines be so, I, like, I would consider just going, you know, picking up something for work. But the lines be so fucking long, I, I probably couldn't even do it anyway. But, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's only it's been three fucking days. But I definitely can want to plan to do this more so than not just to, you know, cut some shit out. And I, and it's not like, I mean, I understand that some of this shit is not the healthiest shit. But it's it's it's, it's healthier than the, the, the original option and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just going to see... Me eating a fucking burger, uh, a, a meat patty with lettuce, tomatoes, and cheese being worse than eating the whole fucking sandwich and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, I just, I, for me, I just, I don't want to make any drastic fucking moves because I, anytime I do something drastic, like I just want to say I want to not eat red meat for a week or something, I'll fucking fail in two days because it's just way too drastic for me. But I could do shit like cut bread and still eat other, the other shit I could do. That's more of my speed, and I feel like I won't have to like concede and fuck up and shit. So we'll see. But yeah, it's been a week. This week has been a has been an interesting. <laughs> and then you know the wife kind of just like I didn't. I don't like telling her if she, that she should do some eating shit because I'm doing some, you know, whatever the case. But she kind of just picked up and started doing it too. So that's been kind of cool. So yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Like yeah, do what I'm doing. Like nah. <laughs> No, nah, I just thought I was like, hey, I'm just trying to you know do a little better. So granted, like she's not doing the nine uh no bread, but she's definitely so like we stopped at Panera, uh Panera bread for dinner. So I had a salad and a smoothie, and she ended up getting a their a personal pizza, but it's made on flat bread and shit. So um, so yeah, just just trying to just do a little better in in small progressions and shit, man. So, um, where do you want to go with this? Um, so let's talk about um, this Kanye West documentary that's been on Netflix. Um, I know you said that you've watched the first episode. I've watched all three. And I don't, I don't particularly necessarily want to talk about the documentary itself. But I, I want to talk about the documentary a little bit. But what I mainly want to talk about is the way the documentary and uh, Kanye's current antics have uh, have been discussed among uh, among the population, because I can't even say among Kanye fans, because it's definitely been non Kanye fans who have interjected their opinion. But um, basically, for those who haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it. Nothing like that. Even though it's, it's a documentary, it's like, OK, who's. It's, who's gonna who's gonna, gonna get mad? Shit, yeah, right? Right, it's, right. It's, it's, it's shit that's happened. But um, the first two episodes largely take place prior to, I would say, the release of College Dropout, which you would think, like, damn, the whole first and the, each episode is about an hour and a half, so that's like three hours of content <laughs> that's that takes place prior to the release of College Dropout, but. What makes those two episodes so interesting is that at that time, all we knew about Kanye was nothing or college dropout. <laughs> so right, all that right. behind the scenes shit from the handful of years prior to that release is all kind of like behind the scenes, fly on the wall type shit that wasn't publicly available because he wasn't important enough to even put the shit out. 
<laughs> and it was right. it was work for this documentary. So, you know, it was, it was a lot of stuff that I, I hadn't seen before. Really, really cool scenes. Like, um, I think my favorite one, uh, I, have, I have two favorite uh, moments in there, but I think my, my favorite one is probably when Kanye performs through the wire for Pharrell. Is that an episode okay. one? Did you see that? No, I haven't seen that yet, but I've I've seen snippets and uh, heard a lot about it. So okay, well, there I think I think actually I think both of these are in episode two. Uh, the other was when you see Kanye working on uh, slow jams with Jamie Fox. Uh, both of those scenes I believe are in the same episode. So if they're it must be episode two. But really cool to see you know these songs that became such huge, huge, huge hit hits, and seeing Kanye and the people involved kind of piecing them together from uh, from the ground floor, at least as it pertains to uh, slow jams. And then just Pharrell's reaction to Through the Wire. And it wasn't even like, and this was something that Kanye did a lot throughout this time period, was he wouldn't just so he wouldn't just go, hey, listen to this and play the song. He would fucking rap it, like rap it for you. So he would essentially be giving you like a live in-person concert and shit. And when he rapped the second verse or through the wire to Pharrell, it was it was just so dope. And I'm I'm I I think it's even doper for us to watch watching this now in 2022, knowing what that song became and knowing how that sparked his career. To see him just spit a verse like at the time was a completely unknown verse on a completely unknown song that Pharrell had never heard before, and he just spits this verse, and Pharrell reacts the way he reacts. And we we're watching this the whole time, knowing what knowing how this story played out. And I thought I thought that was like super cool. But that's the first two episodes. And the third episode kind of revolves around all the crazy shit we've seen from Kanye post, I'd say, probably around, well, like graduation era, like think Taylor Swift's uh, Beyonce had the best video of all time moment. Not even that. Think uh, what was was that after uh, uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people? <laughs> I think it was I after that. I think so. I think so. I think so, too. Uh, no, actually, I know it was because he said George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> and George that meaning George Bush was president. And after the Taylor Swift shit, I remember Obama saying that uh, Kanye was a jackass. So, yeah, so that was, yeah, so that was definitely before. Um, so think George Bush doesn't care about black people forward. And, and that's where the third episode kind of lives at. So the reason I want to bring this up is because the reactions to the, to the documentary have by and large been really, really good. And it is a really, really good documentary. Like, even if you're somebody who doesn't like Kanye West presently, like watching the documentary is still rewarding. And, and, and I, I wouldn't, I would challenge the idea of oh, Kanye West is an asshole. Kanye West is a piece of shit. So I don't want to watch that. Like, okay, so do you only watch documentaries about people you like? No, because most of the time you're either watching a documentary about somebody you don't even fucking know at all, or you watch somebody, or you watch a documentary about somebody you don't like. Like, like if you're one of those people who watches documentaries about serial killers, don't tell me you're not going to watch one about Kanye West because you don't like them. <laughs> so Dude, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand the notion of people having to watch something because of familiarity or interest or shit like that. Like I watch fucking Ozark, but I don't fucking 
own a fucking casino and sell fucking drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, granted, that's not a documentary, but still, just in anything. Like, I saw people talk about Euphoria, how they didn't watch because they wasn't in the kids doing drugs. Like, do you think I was a fucking kid doing drugs while I'm in the kids doing drugs? Like, you know what I'm right. saying? That shit doesn't make sense. People, people watch fucking Lost. It's not because they like people fucking... <laughs> flying and land on a fucking island and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, that that rationale is so fucking stupid to me, dog. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, we consume film and television and uh music for uh for the art form of it. Like, you know, for the entertainment, for the story, for whatever. Not because we are, you know, have a a personal connection to the material. So it, it's that's a whole different discussion, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, even if you, if even if you're somebody who doesn't like Kanye West, it's it's a it's a documentary that gives interesting context to a very unique person, and I think that's really all you need to think about is like, okay, this is like, I, I think whether you like him or not, we can all we can all shake hands and agree that he a weird ass motherfucker. <laughs> we can Absolutely. all agree on that. <laughs> and, Absolutely, uh, man. Yeah, to to get some context and to see especially to see uh, see what he was like before he became who he is today. Like, I think that that provides some additional kind of like context to why he is the way he is today. But the reason I want to talk about it is that something that's been bothering me a lot lately is the fact that all the shit going on with him now with, with Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, all this kind of shit, I don't like that people are are retroactively trying to make him whack in the past. And I, I feel like we've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure we have, but like, it's so bad right now. And I just don't understand how, like, how remedial are you? <laughs> like that you think that like, that's something that can fly where you can be like, yeah, this guy's, Oh, he been whack. Oh, Kanye West, he trashed. Like this is a guy who, was at the top of of people's current great rappers list for a very long stretch of time. Like I was texting with uh, Larry earlier today talking about this documentary and about his music. And I'm telling Larry, like, I don't know anybody who came out the gate with five straight fire fucking albums like that. Like, like five, like there's people who have never put out people who are considered great people who are considered legends who have never put out five great albums in their career, five good albums in their career, let alone five great albums, let alone this, your first five out of like 10, like, like what, like how can you, as somebody who is around our age, who, if you are a fan of hip hop in 2003 to 2010-ish, you were a fan of Kanye West. Period. You were a fucking Kanye West fan. That's a long-ass time. How can you now in 2022 be like, yeah, he whack, he whack. Like, I saw somebody say that he had, like, uh, he hasn't been good since uh, graduation or some shit like that. I'm like, bruh. Like, Like, I would love to sit down and have a conversation with somebody and hear them try to rationalize the stupid fucking incorrect opinion that my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is whack. Like, ex- explain that to me. Like, sit I mean, here and justify he, that, that shit. People, people, 
it's arguably one of his best albums. Let like, alone somebody saying his he's is whack. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I will I will not even argue with somebody who doesn't like 808s and Heartbreak because like that's it's so out of his, it's so out of his wheelhouse that he was in at that time and what hip hop artists were putting out at that time. And I can see, and that's something that's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. So I, I'm not going to argue with somebody about that because it's just so different. But if you say his good music stopped at, no pun intended, if his good right. music stopped at graduation, then we need to talk about your opinion on uh, Twisted Fantasy. Because, like, like, I, like, I mean, I can't even, yeah, because if you say, because I feel like you just being hyperbolic at that point. Yeah. If you're saying it stopped at graduation, you're totally saying it, uh, Twisted Fantasy was whack. And that's, that's not, that's not accurate at all. Now, I admit that I, I never really got into his albums after Twisted Fantasy. Never really got into Yeezus, Life of Pablo. Although I kind of like Life of Pablo. But yay. And then the other shits he had. I, I didn't listen to the Jesus is King shit. Um, and then it's, we had Donda and then like Donda 2. Is, is that actually out? It, technically, yes. Oh. Okay. But it's only on that little device that he put out, um, the stem player or whatever. Oh, okay. And that allows him to uh, update it constantly. So, like, if you got one, have you seen the the like the ads for it, like how it works? No, I'm not even familiar with that at all. Okay, it's like <laughs> it looks like a little, uh, uh, like a mini, like a little mini Bluetooth speaker. Okay, and it has like. Uh, uh, two lines across it, kind of like a plus sign, and it had and it's not lines; it's a series of dots that you know uh, move up and down based upon you know like think think volume. If you have something on low, then the the lines or dots aren't going to move very high. If you turn it up, then they're going to jump up real high. And you can turn, you can amplify, and whatever the opposite of amplify is. <laughs> <laughs> decrease amplify <laughs> yeah de-amplify uh, it's probably not but hey whatever I, I i have a strong enough vocabulary that i'm gonna let i'm gonna let the fact that i can't think of whatever that word is slide and it, and nobody who's listening to this is gonna challenge me on it because i'll fuck you up on vocabulary shit so wait, so, wait, is, so is the <laughs> stem player a kanye device i mean yes i mean it, it's well i mean it's it's something that i believe that he created and put out obviously not himself but like you know a team or whatever but like i don't think this is a thing that exists and then you buy it and then now you can have don the two like this is a thing that like it's his shit <laughs> and you, you got to get that and it has and you can have don the two on it and i don't know maybe other people can make other shit for it but as far as i know this is his hardware because so, so, so when i click i clicked on stemplayer.com and it has like a rotating stem player and on the back of it oh we need to come back around on the back of it it has yeezy tech and kano whoever that is oh, okay yeah i don't know who that is either but and then i yeah, looked so at another article shit. that said yay and kano released music on me oh okay so it's kano who's the person who released the bike never mind continue i'm sorry <laughs> so um you can turn down various aspects of the overall music. So like, I don't know what the various things you can turn down on, but like to give an example, 
if you want to hear it with no bass or something like that, you could turn it down. Or if you want to turn down all aspects of the music and only hear the vocals, you can do that. If you want to turn off the vocals and only hear the music, you can do that. Like that's essentially how it works. And um, uh, Donda 2 is on there and it updates like however he updates it. So like if you, it might, I think it, when it first came out, it only had like say five songs on it. And I think I read like last week that it had like 15, 16, 17 songs on it or something like that. And then they constantly change. So like not constantly, but like he could change them. So like you might hear it, you know, one day and then you might listen to it uh, the next day and then the drums is different or some shit like that. Um, Essentially he's an MP3 player. (laughs) With one album on it, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But like I said, you can't, you can't, turn down various aspects on a regular mp3 player like you could like like you can't I, actually it'd be better you can't isolate certain things on an mp3 player you can isolate it's like you i, I think i saw somebody use it like you just drag yeah. your finger across it and but turn like down an mp3 player on drugs and shit basically and shit yeah you can isolate uh certain aspects of the music at least that's my understanding of it but um all that to say Donda 2 is quote unquote out on that if you have it. And I believe I did see it like uh on the internet, but I don't know. Like if you were to download it, I don't know what it would sound like. At this point, shit, are you know are, are you even downloading the right version based on how he can manipulate and change exactly. tracks or change shit like that? Yeah. Like, are you even downloading a finished song? Because they're like I read a review where somebody said like there's songs on it that are like unpolished and unfinished and stuff like that. And I'm like, so if you download quote unquote, the album, like, what are you actually hearing? Like, are, are you hearing quote unquote finished versions of these songs? Are you hearing like weird versions that are missing things? And then whatever it is you download is only going to be the version that's available at that time that that version was uploaded. If he adds a song or changes the drums or does whatever the fuck, now your version is outdated. So I, I don't know. It sounded like too much to for me to even bother downloading it. They were like, I had too many questions. And then I'm also like, okay, if I was to download it, and if it is like, say, an album of X amount of MP3s, and say I can, you know, like, or uh, can I put it on a device? Or if I bought a stem player, does it have Bluetooth? Or do I have to listen on the actual stem player? Like, like there's so many fucking questions that I have, and I'm just like, eh. right. So I ch- I just clicked on the info of it on I'm on the site. So it's, it it looks to have uh, Bluetooth. It has a 3.5 millimeter jack, so you can't plug it into your headphones or whatever. Okay, I guess cool. if you have regular headphone jacks, um, headphones. Um, yeah, eight gig storage supports like ten different music files. This is interesting, but from what I understand, this Kano or Kano Kano is a uh, company is really in the tech shit. Like they make a lot of tech shit. But so here's my question: so it has eight gig, and this is obviously rhetorical. You're not gonna know the answer, but like you, so you got eight gigabytes of storage, right? And let's say you know Donda Two is taking up two hundred megabytes. And say you like, okay, I want to throw fucking, I don't know, fucking Conway the Machine new album on there. And you throw that shit on there. Like, is it just going to play regular? 
Because I'm like, like, it's not like I don't believe his songs were constructed in a way where you put them on a stem player. Now, all of a sudden, you can isolate the vocals. Like, is that possible? Well, can I isolate I, the vocals on something that's not down to two, which is not for it? Right. That, that's what I'm curious. I love it. I probably end up watching. Now I'm really curious about this thing. I probably end up watching a fucking, <laughs> uh, fucking review on this shit. But from what the article I'm looking at, it says users can download music onto device and then remix the stems. Stems, I'm assuming it's the different levels and shit of different stuff. Yeah, yeah. But now to your point, I'm curious if you can do any music like that, which that's pretty innovative if you can. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting idea. Yeah, Especially I'm, for I'm somebody definitely. like him who is, is so, uh, just like, I remember when, uh, which album was it? I think it was life of Pablo where he like changed shit 18 million times. Like the track numbers changed as in like the quantity of tracks changed. Uh, which, which album was the one that had wolves on it? Was that life of Pablo? Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember whichever one had wolves on it. There was like 18 versions of wolves before there was like a finalized version that was on an album. Cause I remember he performed wolves on SNL. It was like a, and that was like the debut of it. Like it was like, Oh, Kanye West performing on SNL and he performed a new song and it was wolves. And I remember listening to it. I'm like, bro, this song is dope. And then like I downloaded like the SNL performance of it. And then later, a polished version came out, and I downloaded that. But by the time the album actually came out, he had changed it enough to where it it sounded like it still sounded similar, but like it was way different than the SNL version and to the point where I barely even liked it anymore. It was so different. So like, and, and I remember that album, whichever one that was on. I just remembered like he was just changing shit the whole time. Like, oh, now, now, now it's got a new song on it. Now it's got a different version of a song. I'm pretty sure it was Life of Pablo. But yeah, for somebody yeah, like was, him who does shit like Okay, yeah. For somebody like him who does shit like that, <laughs> like, the stem pe- stem player is probably uh, a good a good thing to have. Cause I made I made a, a Kanye West playlist on Spotify the other day. Cause I was just like, you know, after watching the documentary and shit and i'm like let me make a kanye west playlist because like i like so much of his music and i was going through his albums and i was going through life of pablo and i'm like even now this shit seemed different like i swear this ain't the same fucking album <laughs> that i heard when the shit came out like it's i'm like i swear it saw on here that was not on here <laughs> the last time i heard it i'm like i was i was looking at i was like is he still changing life of pablo now probably <laughs> fucking weirdo dude. probably yeah, man. Like, I, I just, I just wish people would be a little bit more, uh, like, understand that you can simultaneously condemn everything he's doing right now, and also still be justified and correct in saying, "I condemn everything he is doing right now." But them first five albums was classics, you know, something like that. Like you don't have to like it don't make you a Kanye fan like in a time when we are all supposed to hate him. It don't make you a fan or or it don't make you hate his current behavior less to say that his first five albums was fire. And I don't know why people's brains just, just can't understand that concept. Like you can hate him now 
and you can also still like you even have to listen to the first five albums no more. You can hate him so much now that you don't want to listen to none of his music. And you're like, I'm not going to support this nigga. I, I can't even I hate him so much. I don't even want to listen to his albums no more. But you should still have a, a highly functioning brain to the point where you can still at least acknowledge that at one time you liked those albums and that those albums are fire. Like, I feel like you should be able to do that. And there's so many people who just cannot, whose brains are just not high functioning enough to do that. And it drives me, it drives me up the fucking wall. Like this revisionist history on this nigga's career, dog. Like, like he wasn't everybody's favorite rapper for like 10 years. Like, fuck out of here, dog. Yeah, and I just don't, I don't understand how a lot of factual things can exist simultaneously for them. Like, for if, in order for them to admit that his albums were great, they can't admit that he is problematic right this moment. Like, yeah. those two things can exist at the same fucking time. And they do exist if you're fucking, you know, logical. They do exist at the same fucking time. But it's either or, and that shit's retarded now. Yeah, they act like they act like it, it, it. if you say that his music was good in the past, then that means that you're accepting of his present day behavior, which is it's completely ridiculous. But that's how people behave. And then, like, you look at even, like, the inverse of that. Like, uh, Axel fucking hates Kanye West present day. And if I say anything, I don't even have to say anything positive about Kanye West. If I don't co-sign his level of hatred, he acts like I'm, like, fucking obsessed with Kanye. Like, I want to have Kanye West babies or some shit. Like, like what? What are you talking? Like, because I don't think he's the worst person in the world. It's a completely ridiculous statement to make the idea that he's like the worst but if i don't agree that he's the worst i'm somehow entranced by him and brainwashed to the point where i can't see the forest for the trees like i'm just like just a, a totally in love with kanye west if i don't equal your level of hatred like it, it's like what a fucking like i said it's such a remedial fucking train of thought and like, and it just drives me crazy, man. Like, you can like I, Kanye... I'm smart enough. I'm, I'm grown enough and my, I'm evolved enough. And I mean, I mean every bit of how condescending and cruel that sounds. I am evolved enough to like his first five albums and also condemn his present day behavior. I don't understand why it seems like so many people are still working with Neanderthal brains and can't also do that same thing like it, it's maddening it, like you sit, you sit crazy Kanye, you sit Kanye West on this on this pedestal on this stage and then you put Hitler next to him and you're constantly saying Kanye is the worst person in the, on the earth or in this world or ever and it's just crazy to me you could you're that I hate for a certain person you just wipe out every other worst thing ever because your hate is that strong for that guy that is just fucking amazing to me Right. Like, it, it, that is that is a problem. That 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 issue needs to be addressed. That is some serious fucked up shit going on. Yeah, man. Like I I, I don't want to be out here trying to defend a motherfucker like that. Like I hate having to defend people who are doing fucked up shit. But like I, what do they got am always gonna defend over that is just like the truth and logic and facts. I'm gonna defend that over anybody that I don't like every day of the week. That's why it always pissed me off when people made me have to defend Donald Trump because I'm like, OK, Donald Trump do eight million things a day to make us hate him. 
why you got to make up eight million and one? So now I got to stand here and be like, that's not true. Like, like, why you gotta, like you making me have to defend this motherfucker who says, says and does shitty things 23 out of 24 hours of the day. <laughs> but you, you want to make up an extra thing. Like, and now I got to sit here and be like, you know, that's not true. Right. <laughs> like why I got to defend this motherfucker dog. So I'm always going to defend like the facts and the truth and what makes sense over, uh, you know, emotional fucking shit like that. But yeah, yeah man. See, like Donald Trump has done, you can, he, Donald Trump has done enough fucked up things where you can be truthful and still hate that motherfucker without spewing some random lie or something that's far from the truth about him. Like, it's enough truth out here that he's a fucking dickhead. It don't have to be a lie or any other shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just don't get it. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I, <laughs> I have a hard time listening or reading posts and people's uh, feelings on him, but can't acknowledge that his music up a, up until a certain point was really fucking good. Like, yeah, it I, was I, really fucking good. Yeah, I, I, I think he has the strongest like, I think it's kind of hard to it's it's difficult to even I, I don't I don't even think it's really debatable that he has the strongest start in in rap history. Like, because I can't think of anybody who came out the gate with five albums that good. Like, and, and even if I, again, if I begrudge someone that 808s is not their shit and there is like, OK, I can't fuck with 808s. Fine. You don't like 808s. But the other four, like, come on, man. Like, who came out the gate like that? Like, even if you look at everybody's fucking favorite, favorite dick to suck, Jay-Z, like, okay, like, there's a whole lot of people who uh, are not big fans of In My Lifetime Volume 1. There are a lot of, so wait, he had Auto. Reasonable Doubt, and then was In My Lifetime Volume 1 the second album? That nigga got so many, it's hard for me to remember. Uh... uh in my lifetime, I thought was the first one, but no, reasonable doubt's the first one. Re, I'm sorry, reasonable doubt. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Reasonable yeah, was first. And I think in my lifetime, whatever. Uh, but how I, I'm drawing a blank right now on how they how they how they are chronologically. But within that first five, I believe you get Blueprint two and three, and I don't think there's like there's a, a, definitely a lot of people who are not big fans of Blueprint 2 or 3. There's a lot of people who are wishy-washy on In My Lifetime. So, like, even everybody's favorite MC, Jay-Z, did not come out the gate with five albums that are on par with Kanye West's first five. But we still got motherfuckers out here just like, yeah, man, fuck Kanye West, that nigga trash. Like, okay, all right, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't even like I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even debate with somebody who says that like okay you you clearly just are not even you're not even living in reality so <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna bother talking to you I got me out here I mean, defending a nigga a, who's doing this, who's killing claymation Pete Davidson in videos <laughs> bruh, <laughs> like, that video was fucking nuts dude <laughs> got me that out here defending was... this nigga <laughs> And just the, the sheer certifications and awards and like the numbers of Kanye's first five, even four versus uh, Jay-Z's first four is almost can't even compare. 
No, no, not really. Like you, I mean, I'm looking at the numbers right now, and uh, in my lifetime, only went platinum. Okay. Reasonable doubt. Uh, so one one point five. Now you go to uh, shit. Where that screen go? College dropout went four times platinum. Late registration four times platinum. Graduation five times platinum. Eight oh eight three times platinum. Twisted fantasy three times platinum. Like, come on, dude. The guy had a great fucking start. And I'm not sure too many people who had that star. I don't know. I haven't haven't looked at numbers, but I don't know. I can't even I can't think of nobody in rap that would probably have had that star. No. I I maybe DMX, but that may have been like three albums. No, I'll say I I, I give DMX three. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that. I, I I think it's three. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, and so, and yeah. even then, his three is still not like put it to try to compare. I I, I can't. I, it's tough to even compare DMX first three to Kanye's first three. What, like, what do you it, mean? Like I, I I. So, is Dark and Hell is Hot great album? Uh, Flesh of My Flesh, good album. And then there was X, good album. Kanye West, college dropout, great album. Late registration, great album. Graduation, great album. Like, like it's it's still not even comparable to me. Like I, but and actually, and and, and, I, and to your point, I get it. I was I was I was about to disagree, but no, I do get it because actually, and okay, so going on numbers along, all for their first three albums, kind of similar in numbers. Um, Dark as Hell is Hot, Four Times Platinum, Flesh of My Flesh. And I'm not saying that sales equals uh, equals quality. greatness, but yeah. quality. But just for numbers sake, uh, Flesh of My Flesh, Three Times Platinum. Uh, then there was X, which I didn't really like that one as much. So I'm only going really first two. That one, Five Times Platinum. Um, but yeah, so I, I I get the point. But I, <laughs> Jay... And then there was X has, has a couple of my authors time favorite dmx songs but as an album overall it's just okay like it's fine uh, flesh of my flesh is close to it's dark and hell is hot but like not close in the sense that i would say it's it's great just like it's dark and hell is hot is great it's like it's a step below so like i i, I yeah it's, to me i don't think it's heavy. i don't think it's any album you could any artist you could probably think of it just don't work out even i mean even my fucking favorite nas his didn't do this. I mean, he went Illmatic two times. It was written three times. I am two times. And shit. That's he, the I, only one that I think is remotely comparable. Because I, I, I like Illmatic, it was written and I I am are that's three that's three fire albums out the gate. But uh, still <laughs> like I, I uh, still, I don't think it's comparable. And even then, like I said, even if you have to stop it at three just to have a conversation, and I don't even stop Kanye's at three. I stop Kanye's at five. So, and after uh, after I am was Nostradamus, and like this nigga did nobody like Nostradamus, dog. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's more, was... it's more niggas that liked uh, 
808 is heartbreak than it is at like Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because Nostradamus was uh whoo man, Nostradamus was 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 a disappointment. It wasn't as disappointing as Street Disciples, but it was definitely disappointing. Man. Street Disciples was a fucking coaster you could fucking put under. <laughs> you know how you level out your desk or some shit. You know what I'm saying? You could just put the <laughs> fucking yeah. And 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 coming from a diehard Nas fan, that was just totally totally disappointed uh, totally disappointed so i just started looking through random people i was just thinking about like so i didn't know that uh will smith only had like four studio albums as a solo artist yeah or oh, okay yeah solo artist so you're not um, talking about dj jazzy jeff and the fresh no no nah, i'm just talking about the okay. solo so, but then it's, I was like, wait, because so his first solo one was Big Willie style. <laughs> it's just so terrible. Like, I didn't like none of his. So- I didn't like a lot of his solo shit anyway. But that shit no. was almost that shit went a nine times platinum. Like, wow. Hey, he was. Yeah, he was popping. Oh, I, he bought was, he was I bought it. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> I definitely bought Big Willie style. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had that disc. Yeah, but I mean, that was I mean, the Fresh Prince was on at that time. Like he was he was popping. Yeah, it, no, his 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 for me it it, it was uh, home base the uh, Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince album home base. Yep, that was that was my last. That was the last one that I thought was dope from him, and which still only went fucking platinum. Oh yeah, that's kind of it's kind of wild because that's the first that had summertime their, on it. Yep, their first album, which was Rock the House. Uh, only still want gold per wiki. Rock the house. I don't even know that album. I thought he's the rapper. I'm the DJ was the first album. Yeah, Rock the House was first in '87. He's the DJ and the rapper was in '88. That went three times platinum. Then there's another one called In His Corner, which I don't even remember tracks off that. Um, and then Home Base was in '91, which went platinum. Yeah, I had uh I had home base and that was that was only I had a I had uh had a tape a tape for home base. Yeah, fucking tape. So uh you watched Euphoria, right? Yep. So uh, how'd you feel about the second season? I thought the second season was really intimate. Intimate. Um, I, yeah. Just with the different, uh, you talking about this? This is current season, right? No, yeah, or yeah, yeah. This this current. I, season, I thought it yeah. was intimate in the sense of the the her struggles. I thought it was cool that they would they would uh, uh, show uh, Fez's background um, a lot more into the dad uh, characters. I didn't think they would have really like like showcased. And so I thought that was pretty, pretty cool on this of this season. Um, like the Fez, the Fez thing was like really cool because I never would have thought they would have did anything with him. Because I really didn't think they would put him as a as a character like that, 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 that they gave a fuck, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but I, I enjoyed the season. I totally enjoyed this, this season. What's your thoughts on it, man? Well, but before I say that, what, what were your thoughts on the final episode, the finale? Um, I thought it. I thought it was a little. Uh, I thought it was something to be desired. I felt 
that Rue's ending, which is kind of blah. Um, I didn't really care for uh, the whole uh, ashtray ending. Mm -hmm. And I thought that the play was pretty interesting. The play was pretty interesting, but other other than all, I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't too too much like the the finale. So, um, one of the things that I want to talk about, the reason I want to talk about this, was because I felt like this season of Euphoria was, well, this season of Euphoria had moments that were not even moments, episodes that were a great deal better than the best stuff from season one. Uh, like this, this season, uh, to give an example, one of the things that I, I, I made jokes about with season one was just how many dicks they showed during season yeah. one. Like it was yeah, very yeah. over the top, very gratuitous. And in this season, they stopped showing dicks in like episode four. Like there's like no dicks in the whole second half of the season. There's no gratuitous like uh, just over the top sexual shit. And they they spent a lot of time uh, trying to do creative things. Uh, you know, working working outside the box, uh, showing uh, showcasing a certain characters, giving them some some pretty cool moments and whatnot. And I thought that episode five of this season was is one of my favorite episodes of television I've ever seen. Uh, it was uh, the episode that started off with um, Rue lashing out at her family while she yeah, was going yeah, through withdrawal, yeah. and then it turned into, like, a fucking chase movie and shit. Like, like I thought that was one of the most exhilarating hours of television I've ever seen. And uh, the finale... I, so, the, the, the finale, I look at... I look at when I say the finale, I kind of think of it as like two parts because like, I feel like the second to last episode was, well, there's no, I, there is no, I feel like it was, it was a two part episode. <laughs> the episode, the second to last episode was part one and the last episode was part two. And uh, I thought part one, I, I kind of feel about part one, the way you felt about part two. Like I felt like it left a lot to be desired. Like I had some issues with part one Um I see. I saw what they were trying to do there, but I thought it didn't work a lot of times. But part two, I thought, did work in a lot of ways. And what this show did that I thought was good was like it, it went for really big character moments that it it uh th- that it, it it did the it it laid the groundwork for that it, it built up to. And one thing that irritated me about not this season, but about the reaction to this season was after I watched the finale, I came away from it and I'm like, I like, I, I really like that episode. Like they did a lot of great stuff there. I saw a lot of stuff I liked. And then I saw people complaining about it. And the compl- it, it, if you don't like it, you don't like it. I'm not going to complain that you are unsatisfied. But what bothered me was people complaining about things that I thought were really good. So, like, to give an example, I, I don't want to, you know, go too heavy into the details here. But in the second, the second part of the finale, so the actual, the actual last episode, Rue kind of goes on like an apology tour, and she like 
drops apologies on various characters that she wronged throughout the season. And she goes to meet with, um, fuck, what's his name? Elliot. I, I, I confused the names. They had two e, e names. They had Elliot and they had Ethan. So I, try, yeah. I, I struggled to remember which one was which. But Elliot is the one that she was with for the whole season. And she goes to, to do her apology tour with Elliot. And Elliot decides he's going to sing her a song. And as soon as he decides he wants to sing her a song, my eyes rolled in my head. I don't like musicals. I don't like singing. I'm just like, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker about to sing a song. And it's a waste of my fucking time. Ugh. But I'm watching, I'm watching it and I'm listening to the song. And as the song progresses, I'm like, this is a great song. Not yeah. from the perspective, not just from the perspective of a good song, like structurally, like as a song, but as it fits within the context of the show, it was a great song. Like if you listen to it with no context, it's a good song. But if you listen to it with the context of everything that happened in the season that preceded it and, and, and getting a proper, actually listening to it and listening to what he's saying and, 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 and using your, your knowledge of what happened in the season prior to kind of like, you know, provide added color to the song. It's an incredible fucking moment. Like, and then they shoot it incredibly where like they linger on each character's face or for certain periods of time where you can see them kind of like living in their reactions or in Zendaya's case or living in the, uh, what I deem to be like an apology from Elliot's side. Like the song was very much an apology slash justification. And like, they, they shot it well. It's, it's a beautiful fucking song. Like when you listen to it, if you actually listen to it and you take into account the, the events that preceded it, it's a beautiful fucking song. And I'm like, by the time it was over, I went from like, once he started singing, rolling my eyes, by the time it was over, I was like, wow, that was a great fucking scene. I go on Twitter the next day and motherfuckers are like, that euphoria finale was whack. They spent all that time with Elliot singing and they could they could have did something else. Like, are you I'm like, it frustrates me to no end that when people don't properly appreciate really, really good art in the, from that from from that perspective as it pertains to television. And all that read to me as was like use a motherfucker that was watching this shit for the extreme moments you watching it for the drugs you watching it for the fucking you watching it for all that gratuitous shit that people roast the show about so that now when you get a a a big character moment and a very big emotional moment that the show has worked toward for the whole season and you see two great actors really living in that moment and really selling it and all that shit you didn't even fucking appreciate it probably because there wasn't no titties on the fucking screen and like that is what pissed me off was seeing people complaining about that goddamn song. Like, oh, this motherfucker was singing for three minutes. Like, it wasn't just this motherfucker was singing for three minutes. Like, pay attention, you fucking idiot. Like, it, it was not just a nigga. It's like, he just fucking decided to randomly sing fucking the wheels on a bus or some shit. Like, pay attention to the fucking song, you fucking idiot. Like, man, dog, like, that was such a good scene. And I saw people just complaining nonstop the next day about that shit like oh Elliot sang for three minutes like ah I had it like that episode like oh my god like what a great piece 
of of just like of of paying off great character work. And, and, and people just didn't even appreciate it. I'm like, why are you watching this shit? Because I'm like, yeah. the only way you don't appreciate it is if you if if you're watching for the gratuitous shit. You're watching for the sex. You're watching for the drugs. You watch for all that. Like, if that's why you're watching, that must be why you're watching. Because there's no way you can be somebody who is watching this show for the actual content of the show and look at that scene as a waste of time. And that's what they treated it as. As a, like they pissed away three minutes doing nothing. I'm like, that three minutes was capping off seven episodes worth of character work beautifully. And then HBO released that song on Spotify, a polished version, like one that was like recorded in the studio and not an actual like, like pulling it out of the episode. Like they released a polished version of that song and I'm listening to it. I'm like, one, the song is still beautiful, but two, why would they even put this out? Like why they even create this? If they just felt like, yeah, we just go put some shit. Let's go have this nigga sing. <laughs> like, like, uh, you know, what? <laughs> like fucking Ray J. Like, you think I'm just going to sing a song? Sing a song? <laughs> I just play piano in this nigga house. That's my nigga for real. <laughs> That's how bad I was. <laughs> no, that 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 part was. Uh, you think first off, that, was, that was amazing. That was an amazing part of the episode. Um, I didn't even. They didn't get the lift didn't even bother. Like the, the lift was not an issue. It just, it, I tell you what, I tell you what, I didn't, did not like in this series, and these long, drawn out scenes of Nate and his dad always driving around, those <laughs> bugged the shit out of me. That was the ones that bugged me. These motherfuckers driving, grabbing a beer, doing this fucking speed and shit, those were drawn out. Like, if somebody has something to complain about, that would be the fucking thing to complain about. These long drawn out scenes of Nate and his dad always driving around and shit. But no, but I don't even but think of that. You're right though. <laughs> they did we have both of these just be driving. Though. Yeah, they just driving like a motherfucker. Like it's, like it's a family thing. And it was only them too. Them the only two people I remember driving around and I mean, other than Ruth's mom when they was trying to find her and shit. And then when Elliot was driving, uh uh uh, ruin um homegirl uh or home person uh jewels jewels hey i respect jewels <laughs> like, like technically you could have left it as home girl but like if you would just say home girl it would it wouldn't have been funny at all they go home person <laughs> They call Jules home person. <laughs> hey, I respect Jules pronouns. Whatever he or she would like to be. But yeah, other than the time when he was driving onto the store and they, you know, they stole some shit, and then Rue's my driving to find it. Other than that, it was fucking Nate and his dad fucking driving around aimlessly drunken shit. If you so you might want to co- complain about long drawn out scenes, those were. But fucking Elliot singing that shit was great, dog. It was a hell of a fucking scene, dog. Like I, I would implore anybody who did not like that scene or who felt like it was a waste of time. Well, one, I will tell you right now, you weren't paying attention. You like, mm-hmm. like they said, like you, he started singing and you checked out. Cause the only way you don't like that scene is if you checked out, like there's no way you were paying attention or like, Oh yeah, this is just this nigga singing for three minutes. It's a waste of time. You weren't paying attention. So either watch the scene again or listen to the song on Spotify. And when you do that, bring into it, 
what all they had just dealt with, like from uh, him, quote unquote, betraying her uh, to uh, all the time they spent together, the relationship that they had built, everything that had happened in their little three way between him and her and Jules. Like, listen to that song and bring all of that baggage that they have into that song and everything that preceded it and tell me that that was a waste of time. Like you can't. You do you recall do the name of the song? And was it Elliot? It was called Elliot's song in 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 Spotify. Oh, okay. Like, like, they just yeah. gave it a name. It was like Elliot's song or something like that. And now, it, is Dominic fight? Is that Elliot? Yeah, that's the actor, and it's actually okay. him singing. Okay, cool. They have it. I just I looked at the season two soundtrack, and it's uh, listed. But okay, yeah, cool. and that and that version, like I said, it's a polished version. It's not the version from the show. It, she sings in it too. Zendaya. Yeah, I saw her name on a credit, and I was curious. But okay, cool, cool. Like it. Aside from the scene, I will say that the song, the polished version that's on Spotify, is not as good as the version from the show. It's a little too polished. It's like, hey, let's make this into like a a, a song Real song. song. Yeah, it, it's a little bit too polished, and the the emotional nature of the the version that's on the show is is uh a lot better than the the version that we get on uh on spotify but still listen to the spotify version you will hear you can still hear the song and still take the same things away from it so yeah man like that like that it just really bothered me that people are watching that high caliber of a show for nothing. Like you missed out on all the things that made it great and then go on Twitter and bitch and complain. And uh, the only thing I could take away from it is that you're bitching and complaining because you were there for, for titties and fucking and, and sex and drugs. And you were there for all the gratuitous shit that the show has been maligned for. Like all the things that people uh, attack the show over, that's what you were there for. The show goes with some high level art shit, and now you check out and you're just like, oh, this shit is uh I didn't like that finale. Like, okay, like that finale did all kinds of like really cool shit, man. And like, I don't know, that that just bothered me seeing people complaining about that goddamn song. I'm like, man, you did not pay attention at all. Like, did you even like I I would have felt like did you even watch the season? Or did you just like background watch it and only pay attention when you saw fucking or the potential for fucking? Like, was that the only time you paid attention? Because, like, if you paid attention in the previous seven episodes, I don't know how you didn't like that song or you didn't like that scene. Like, I, I don't know. It, that shit just irked the fuck out of me. No, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. I mean, granted, like I say, I thought that uh, it, and probably now I still do, I, I thought that uh, Rue's, the ending was kind of melodramatic. Not melodramatic. Uh, I thought it was just kind of, eh, it just kind of happened. But I mean, it I'm not was, sure. But what do you what? I, and I guess the question to myself is, what am I expecting? I mean, she's good to she's about to she's on her 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 trek to be sober. How fucking exciting and fucking you know exhilarating that is that really supposed to be? You know? Yeah, and I think that what that was was like, okay, we are gonna we are gonna end this in a space where she's okay and 
that's just how we're going to end it. And I, I think that a lot of us maybe weren't necessarily expecting that. I, I don't, I didn't go in with expectations, but I feel like people go into the finales of a season expecting everything to like just go to shit and not really have like, especially for this show, not to really have like a quote unquote happy ending. So I feel like that's probably why it felt kind of lackluster was just like, oh, wow. She's just like, okay. <laughs> On a show where nobody's okay ever. <laughs> so, right, right, exactly. So I, I would imagine that's why I felt a little lackluster. Cause like, I mean, that's, that's how I felt to be too. Like, okay, well that, that that's it. She's just going to like walk out of the play and go home and yeah. And, She's been sober and, and that's it. To sober shit, right? Yeah, like, but I, I, it felt to me like they were ending the season in a way where, like, in case we don't get another season, let's have let's like like let's make this episode to where it's a fitting ending if there's not another season. And I, I somebody said on my video that that it's already been renewed for a third season or something like that which I don't think I've seen that. But even if it has, they didn't write this episode knowing if they were going to get a third season. So, uh, you know, watching it, I look at it. I looked at that episode. It's kind of like, let's make an episode where if we need a third, if we get a third season, we have enough open plot lines to where we can, uh, you know, get that third season off to a, off to a start. And if this is, if we don't get another one and this is the end of the show, we can be satisfied with where we're ending at. And that's, that's kind of how it felt to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't know up until this moment that there was uh, potentially a, a, a third season. And I just, out of my quick Google search, they had, uh, um, was it, was it Ali, her sponsor? Yeah. Yep. Uh, was saying, uh, they, they had an uh, extra TV article saying on why, season three won't return to 2024 and i'm scanning through this but in short he just said it takes a while like they really made an article of him to say that shit <laughs> but yeah i bet and, yeah yeah i would imagine so uh, that's a whole yeah fuck that's a whole other two years shit um, yeah and it was uh i think it was two years in between the first two was it okay yeah i, and yeah. I was about to say like i thought it was a decent time in shit, between. it might have been three I feel like it was actually. You know, I think it was three. I think I feel like the season one was in 2019. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but like, yeah, I feel like it was in 2019. So, yeah, it might have been three. Yeah, but shit, we got it's, it's so much TV out right now. Shit, we get fucking Atlanta back this month. Shit, can't fucking wait on that. Cannot wait for that. I will say right now. After only watching one episode, y'all should fuck with uh winning time. So what is what's winning the time is winning fired? Time? Uh, it's about the Showtime Lakers. Oh, that's right. What is that on Netflix? HBO. HBO. Okay. Right. It's in it's in Euphoria's time slot. It's in, it's uh, like okay. it, whenever whatever HBO puts on Sunday at nine, watch it. Unwritten unwritten rule. I just made that rule just now. Oh, I, I I didn't just make it just now. It's already been something I've been operating under. But <laughs> whatever HBO puts on Sunday at nine, watch it <laughs> like that. That because that's that that's the show. Whatever they put on at nine o'clock on Sunday is what is what they think is the best thing that they have right now. <laughs> so that like that's gonna be their prime slot. That's where they put Game of Thrones. That's where they put Westworld. That's where they put everything that 
you could think of that was great was in the Sunday at nine o'clock slot. Euphoria was Sunday at nine o'clock. Yeah, the watch, watch whatever Sunday at nine. But yeah, that first episode of Winning Time that is a fun fucking show, dog. That is a fun show. Yeah, I'm gonna add that to my list. Um, I'm just trying to think about shit I'm gonna watch on lunch, but I probably, I think my routine is probably watching fucking Snowfall uh, on Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a smart move. I don't <laughs> go too long and shit. I know I ain't staying up tonight to watch it. So. Nah, but yeah, like 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 winning time. It's an easy watch. This first episode, it's an easy watch. Um, and I think it's something that will be enjoyable and fun for anybody who, even if you don't, if you're not like a fan of that, that time in the NBA or whatever, or you're not a fan of the basketball or whatever, I still think it's, a, it's, it's, cre- it's creatively presented to the point where I feel like you could be a, you, you can not be a fan of that, that portion of life or that aspect of life and still enjoy the show. Like I think that sh- I think that show is really fucking good, man. It was really fun watching that first episode, and I'm really excited for the next one. And that's pretty rare where I watch one episode. And I'm like, I can't wait for the next one. But that was fun. And I, like I said, I, I'm already no, that's that's a stretch. I was about to say I'm already kind of familiar with the content, but no, I'm not. <laughs> like I'm not like we're, this, this. That first episode takes place in like. 1979 slash 1980. Like, I'm not familiar with that. I, I, I know the bare bones of it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'll definitely add that. I just started watching, uh, fuck, I can't even think of the name of it now, but it's the uh, the chick from Ozark is in it about the scammer. Chick. Oh, uh, Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna. So I just started watching that. Uh, and that's kind of cool. I only got through an episode or two episodes or whatever, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm debate. I'm I'm on the fence with that. I've seen a handful of people, like on Facebook or whatever, say it was good, but then I've seen like critics say it was like not all that. And I'm kind of uh I'm I'm on the fence with shows that are based on uh like real life, like like dramatizations of real life shit. Like uh, inventing Anna or um, uh, Pam and Tommy, and I, I do plan on checking out. Uh, how would you how would you categorize uh, Winning Time? Because I feel like that the you same fall in that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. the same. Okay. Uh, I, I would uh, that that uh, like the the one that interests me is the Dropout, which is on Hulu about the chick from Theranos. Um, or Theranos, I don't know how to fucking pronounce it, but that interests me, and I've heard good things about it. And Winning Time is fire, but like fucking, um, uh, what was the one I said already? Oh, Pam and Tommy. Pam and Tommy. Um, there's another one uh, that I watched, and I'm just like, nope. Oh no, I didn't watch it, but I could I could tell by looking at it, it's a no. It's uh the one on Peacock about uh Tiger King. Have oh. you seen have you seen the like ads for it or whatever? Yeah, I've seen the ads, but yeah, I, it's like, I think it's called like Joe and Carol or something like that. And then like all the shit that Ryan Murphy does, like American Crime Story. Like I didn't like the I watched like the first episode or two of the one that was about Bill Clinton and, and Monica Lewinsky, and I'm like, this shit seemed corny. Like I didn't I didn't fuck with that. 
like I, like there's a whole, and then there's like two different shows about we work um there's like all these shows that are coming out like it's becoming a trend where they like put out shows that are like dramatizations of real life events and most of them look pretty bad and Pam and Tommy has kind of soured me on it like Pam and Tommy's not a bad show it's just like there's just way too much good shit out there to spend to be to be watching Pam and Tommy like it's just like eh, this is this shit is hella mid like I, I don't I don't need to I, I, I'm watching it but I don't I, I stopped doing videos for it because I'm just like it's not even worth it as a matter of fact when we get done I'm probably going well I think the finale is uh finale came out today I'll probably go inside and watch that and then go to bed yeah. and then watch Snowfall in the morning yeah, the family side one thing didn't even interest me. I didn't even start to watch it. I probably won't watch it. Probably won't even catch that. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. Don't worry about it. Oh, good. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm here for. Yeah, I'm here for. That. <sighs> All right, you got anything else? No, we can wrap up. All right, then. Well, like I say, we will be off the next two weeks, so we will see you guys uh, first week in April. Yep. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do Podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook or you can find us on twitter at what up though podcast peace